I just hope I'm not All right, uh, Phil, is everything okay? Can, we, can I start this? No. Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 249. I'm here tonight with Philip Dassing. What's going on? Dave Gregg. Hello. Douglas Stanley. What's up? And Crystal Woodworth. Hello. Yeah, so thanks for coming on tonight, guys. We had some technical difficulties with Facebook. For some reason, uh, Facebook would not let us go live. You know, we, we went to go live just as usual, and it said there's an error going live. So it, it's Facebook's glitch. I, I apologize for that. Um, it was totally out of our control. Most people download the podcast anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. But uh, I apologize for that if you like watching live on Facebook. Um, now on to the show. Topic number one tonight. Uh, earlier today, there was a shooting in, at a Texas church, right? Yeah. Okay. So I got the I got the docs right here, man. Uh, so a gunman opened fire in a Texas church and a really racist town name called White Settlement, Texas. <laughs> it was uh, right I outside. I don't Fort even Worth. understand why that's funny, Phil. Yeah, me neither. Wow. Okay. Joke fell flat. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, around 10 a.m. at this uh, the church called the West Freeway Church of Christ, and it's uh, right outside Fort Worth, and a gunman. Just there's a video of it. It's crazy. I haven't seen the video. I've only seen screenshots of it. But this guy comes into the church with a shotgun and just blows did, away. Did he do the video or did no? It's a church film? video. The church. You know how the church has like a video camera. Have you ever seen churches with like video cameras on the back so you can see it on screen? It's kind of like one of those things going on. And um, so a parishioner just gets up and just lays. He pulls out a handgun and just like shoots him, and uh, shoots the the shooter with the shotgun. And just like before he can like kill anybody else, and there's like a shit ton of like that old was, people. Like in so there. weird. Like, did the guy have the shotgun in like a trench coat or something? Yeah, he looked like it's because he's far off in the distance in yeah. the video. You Is see it, him at the top right of the video. Yeah, I saw the video. It's uh, he just walked up to this dude that was standing off to the side and said something to him. Then he backed up, pulled out the shotgun, uh, shot another dude, and then shot the guy that he was talking to. And he literally he just got two shots off like super fast. And before the uh, parishioner who was in the back of the church, yeah, just took him right out. It was awesome. Yeah, with with a pistol from you know pretty far distance, and he was it was like under pressure, you know. Yeah. He just took him out like right away, it, first shot. It's frightening, man. There was tons of like old people there that were just like hunkered down in their in their pew, just fucking scared of shit. It looked like they were ready for it the way they were all sitting uniform. Like, right, Doug, you want to speak like straight into that microphone? It looked like they were ready for yeah. it. Maybe even sitting. maybe even face it like directly in front yeah, of your turn, turn your, the mic, man. your mouth, yeah, right. just like you would. Never mind. Yeah. Is this good? Oh, that's sure, great. dude. Just, just pretend like it's that. my cock. Oh, there we go. And There's the joke. You know, and instantly I love it. <laughs> I, of course, you, of course you do, dude. It's what you, what you so, chewing on over there? So yeah, this, this is this is some <laughs> yeah this is some like uh, crazy shit, you know? Because this this story is not going to be in the news for long, well, you know? Because it, it doesn't go along with the gun grabbing narrative. Exactly. I saw you know, it on Twitter th This today. doesn't make you scared of people who, uh, law-abiding citizens who own firearms, you know? In Th fact, that's funny that you say that because every time I heard about this shooting earlier today, no one mentioned that the killer was killed by a armed parishioner. Yeah, well, it's, it's not going to stay in the media for long. I'm surprised it's even, it's probably, the only reason I saw it is probably because I'm friends with so many uh, libertarians, you know? Probably. But, it might um, stay a little bit longer because there's an actual video of it. You know, just like, a tiny bit, maybe a day. You know, like I hope when stuff like this happens, and out of everybody here, I think we, we kind of think the same way. It's like when something like this happens, you want to share this shit on social media. You of course, because you've got, you know, let's face it, we live in Maryland. We're surrounded by a bunch of uh, quote unquote progressive Democrats, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they act like the good guy with the gun is like finding fucking Waldo. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> when it happens, you know, we might as well like share it and and point it out, right? Yeah, it's everybody needs to know about this. The philosopher does it every day, I think. Oh yeah, the philosopher, sh she's a uh, she's fucking awesome. Definitely. Yeah, she did that thing last year. She was like every single day, she'd find a story somewhere where an the active shooter. Defensive gun use. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like I mean, for instance, like people listening to this podcast, I hope you're you're sharing stories like this because uh, you know we need to get this this stuff out there because you know if uh, if things went differently and you know there wasn't a parishioner in the church with a gun. And this guy with the shotgun managed to knock off, you know, like 20 people. You know, we'd be hearing about it forever, you know? Uh, I don't know. He had a shotgun. That's not going to make 
that because everyone has a shotgun. Everyone has a shotgun oh, on like their bed. Like what? Six. And to eight even shots? in Maryland, like even in Maryland, like you have a shotgun under your bed. You know, what I mean? it's is not a prohibited gun. If where it, your shotgun is now, or? if it was a scary assault rifle or assault a shotgun with a pistol grip, ooh, and or it might be black assault <gasps> off shotgun. Yeah. Well, no. See that they're not going to care about that. The media wants the media wants dead bodies. With. The media is going to spin it the way they want to spin it for disarmament. Well, the, I know, but they couldn't do it this time. I saw it. it reason I for, I saw about this video is is uh, it came across my Twitter feed. Bunch of news outlets and a bunch of I, I follow a lot of sports commentators, and they also have to be like huge leftists, and uh, they are all going off on like, oh my gosh, there was a shooting in a church, shooting in a church, and this is terrible. This when will this stop? And this the madness make it end and blah 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 and i saw like a whole bunch of news articles saying a uh, gunman in a church in texas gun and, and then it just stopped and they say that it stopped oh, they got to make it stop make it stop yet none of them want to tackle the murder rates in baltimore city or any of that right well they you're transitioning too early huh you're transitioning too early that's not a transition though that's reality is but, that like it, it's pretty interesting cuz you know like i know uh <laughs> It, like there's a uh, the church that you know my parents and my brother go to right mm-hmm. and uh they both mentioned to me on, on occasions that you know some of the parishioners in that church uh you know are concealed carrying Good. you know just in case instances like this happen it happen you know and that's in like uh baltimore maryland so if i imagine if it's happening in baltimore maryland people are thinking like this like all over the country so it's like yeah yeah, you, you're you're not gonna have as as easy of a time uh, fucking with uh, churches in uh, 2020 or 2019. Yeah, I just thought it was really interesting. Like early in the morning, like around like from 10 to noon, I kept talking. I kept hearing about from a bunch of leftists and news outlets, and then all of a sudden it just kind of stopped, right around like one o'clock ish type. And it wasn't until I got on the internet again, like around like four. No one else was talking about, it except for like every libertarian page I know had the screenshot of that of the church shooting. And uh, like Liberty Means had it, and I shared it to a bunch of groups, and it's now it's only in our circles now, and it, it's nowhere else in this, uh, and like around like the, like in Twitter, no one's talking about it. I guess uh, they moved on real quick from that story, and it, it's so obvious too. I, I, I'm sorry, like it is, it's so obvious. They 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 want you to, they want to put out the initial story, the whole oh my gosh, people were shot and killed, people were shot and killed at a in a mass shooting style. That, that's what they want out there. And then once the details come out, they're like, shit, we can't spin this on our way. All right, move like, along. Like, right. oh, yeah, it's a shotgun. There's no way a mass shooting could happen with one shotgun. Right, because that's what they say. They Because that's some of their defenses, if you hear them talk. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I follow a lot of, uh, like, YouTube gun channels, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've seen guys that are, you know, trained with shotguns on a regular basis. If somebody's trained, they could take out a lot of people with a shotgun. I know, but that's not. You know, there, there are tech techniques to speed load a pump. You know, I know, I know this, but I'm saying that to the people who use that as a defense, they're like, we don't want to get rid of your shotguns. We just want to take your your scary guns, your assault rifles. You know, shotguns but, are fine. That's what they say. Oh, you know, they're coming after your shotguns as soon as, as soon as they get their your scary guns. You know, yeah, the black ones. Next thing you know, they're gonna ban black pipe from Home Depot. That's big enough for a shotgun show. Take that and a hammer. Yeah, you can. They'll just go the way of England, and you have to like present photo identification and take down your name and address. Oh yeah, <laughs> give give your date of birth to make sure you're old enough to buy black yeah. pipe for your plumbing. They have to do that in England. Yeah, with knives. With knives, stuff, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, with knives. knives oh. Well, e- and TV. You'll you'll spend what? time in prison. In TV. What do you mean? You have to register your TV. You have to register your yeah, TV. Yeah, you've got to pay tax yes. yearly on your In television. England. Yes. And they have yes. billboards that say why like you have to register your TV. It's for uh, some type of ta- uh, like licensing. Eng- England is like most of their TV is government subsidized and government owned. So. Really? Yes. I will show you pictures. Like they say, like you need to register your TV. We know who's watching. So we know uh, who on yeah, your they, street. They know everything. And uh, apparently from what I heard, they're actually a British guy was on an interview I was listening to. And he was like, yeah, they actually come around some from time to time in our neighborhoods. And they look through your windows to see who has TVs and if it's registered or not. To see who has wow. TVs to yeah. see if it's registered. Oh, yep. my God. Yes. And they call elevators lifts. <laughs> and, what and the fuck? They call trucks lorries. Shit, man. You Flashlights know. or torches. Torch- TVs <laughs> are registered. That got me. What the fuck? 
<laughs> damn, your face is red, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> I do this to Phil. He's this like is why damn, Matt invites he's me. He's like a damn Christmas light there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm not trying to segue again. He's right. I mean, where you, you're not wrong. Fuck, that is a backwards-ass country, man. I know. You got to take the lorry to the lift. Yeah. Phil, you look like Mr. Kool-Aid right now. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting holes through walls, breaking chairs. <laughs> you bust through this wall, buddy, and we're we're gonna have fun with that one. Oh. Don't don't tempt me. <laughs> right into the dirt. No, because uh, I mean I don't know. It's it seems like anytime like like I post something about people defending themselves with guns, I I just constantly am berated by liberals saying, oh, "Good guy with a gun never happens." Right. Yeah. Well, because in their mind, it never happens. Because you, they're not shown it. Because it's because it's it's never talked about no matter in, in what, the media. If you show it to a liberal or not, they're just going to say, no, that's just another bad guy who was breaking the law and had a gun out somewhere else doing a, a different thing. They're not going to ever agree that it was a good guy with a gun. That's the big problem. So the mindset needs to be changed for that. People need to be able to understand that they are allowed to protect themselves. But that goes against the whole narrative that you're taught from cradle to grave. And I've never been taught that. I was but yeah, taught I'm, that guns I'm saying my friends. Mister Gun slept with me at night. Yeah, I, I know, I know that. But especially over there, where uh, in England, but even over here, like public schooling, government schooling, it's they teach you that. Like, no, you're dependent on government. Government settles everything. It's your. It watches over you. It protects you. It, it feeds you, it, you know, so they can't go against that. Narr- they, they can't have that narrative out there saying, well, you know, you need to be able to defend yourself. Like, no, like we we want to be able to control who protects you. We want to control everything about every aspect of your life. That's what they that's what's pushed upon kids. The police are a cleanup force. They're not a protection force. I know they enforce laws of the road, which is basically an income earner. And right. after something happens, they come clean up the mess, and then they give a bill to the person who owns the property. I mean, the police aren't going to come and say, hey, I think there's a mass shooting going to happen. Let's go into this area. And when and they are there it. and it happens, they hide. Yeah. Yeah. Like They're Parkland. like, oh, shit, there's a gun. Let me hide. Oh, wait, I got a gun. <laughs> like, come on now. I have a lot of police officer friends that, you know, and they. Faggot. Wow. Who? Ooh. No, because you said you have a lot of police officer friends. That was a, and they. That was a hard. That, that was, was. That was. And they. Some of them are in Baltimore City. Guys, it was just a joke. Okay. That was, was with it a was hard just R. A I, I don't <laughs> even. <laughs> it's just a joke. No offense, Phil. <laughs> the, offense taken. Not, okay. No, well, there's, there's not care. an R in that word. I mean, word, I'm not worried funny. about that. Anyways. <laughs> That's what makes it funny. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and most of them nowadays are just afraid oh. to do their jobs. In in the the climate that we live in here in Baltimore and this in near the city and the surrounding communities, most of the police in Baltimore are too afraid to do their jobs. I don't know if I buy that narrative. I don't. I don't know if I. I, I, I seriously don't. I. It's not a narrative, buddy. I. I, I think it's getting it's reality. In the, I, I, well, okay. So this was presented. Uh, Dude, by, would you, um, Doug? Question: Would you ever consider giving the police officer like a, a finger in the ass during the blowjob? <laughs> Well, I'm not really into ass play, so no. <laughs> like for yourself, just the blowjob. What if just for the officer's pleasure, though? No, no, okay. no, because I hear there's a G spot up there, and I uh, don't want to aggravate it. Well, what if he was like, "That's what's going to make me finish," <laughs> and you've been <laughs> at it for like don't 45 want. minutes solid. Yeah, dude. Well, Ryan, you just want to get out of there. You'd be know? really like chapping his dick at that. No, point, man. Right? At that, <laughs> that, at that point, you just get a hand, a gravel in your hand, and start giving him a a, a HJ, man. A gravel uh, hand. I HJ. guess that's what you would do. It's getting very specific, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting very crude. Wow. Okay, so Y'all so started it. No, I mean honestly, you know, like I I know a few cops too that are uh, decent people. You know, and do they, they like, like generally? Uh, you know, I've got uh, one friend who's uh, actually a big, uh, pretty big fan of like uh, the page and stuff, and he's a Baltimore City cop. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've known this guy since uh, he was in high school, and he's a pretty straight up solid dude. You know, and I, I guess I, I, I would like to say I am thankful that there are people out there who think like him. You know, because we don't want everybody who's doing the job to be a douchebag, 
But at the, at the same time, you know, if if like my nephew came up to me and said, "Hey, I'm thinking about being a cop." Yeah, I'd try to talk him out of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When they say they're afraid, when you say they're afraid to do their job, what part of their job is it specifically that they're afraid to do? If you police in certain neighborhoods in Baltimore City, then it comes out to the point where it's more dangerous to do your job in those neighborhoods than it is to just like stay on the fringes of those neighborhoods. Are we talking about investigation of crime or are we talking about well, sitting there and ticketing people that they're afraid to do? I'm well, talking about police potentially getting shot because they're in a very hazardous environment. Yeah, but it did. And I mean, and I, and under, I understand that because th- there are. Themselves. Yeah, there are. There have always been certain neighborhoods that are just notorious because cops just won't go there. Right. Right. Now. And why is that, though? I mean, of course, it's because of the war on drugs. Absolutely. Right. And it needs to end. But I yeah. Mean, what are we doing? I mean, we were just had this big thing about the riots in 2015. We were talking about on some. On a page. It was uh, Mises Caucus in Maryland. And, you know, oh, the, the, me- the Mises Caucus. The Mises. <laughs> the Mises. Mises call- like no. Mises. <laughs> the Mises. My- Stop it. <laughs> All right. Philip can say it correctly. I can also do other things correctly, too. Wonderful. <laughs> For everybody that is just listening to the podcast, Philip has pulled up his shirt and is rubbing his nipples and licking his lips. Yeah, it's a shame yeah, we don't have live videos. Everybody is, is just damn. very uncomfortable. It's just whenever Philip drinks his loose cannon, he becomes a loose cannon. Hey, <laughs> oh, it's a good beer. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, I guess from here, let's talk about. You know, I, I thought this was. Did you guys? Did you guys already segue into the, like the Baltimore death? No, we did not. No, did we we, really? we didn't. That kind of would have been a good segue, but you fucked on my segue that I was like in the middle of. Like you just like kind of came in to like we I was should, in the, what were you I was in the say? middle of the segue. What and were you, you just kind of say? like roadblocked it? Look, a. I was gonna say I was just gonna go to number two because I really want to talk about this. Okay. Number okay. Two. Okay. Sorry. Canadian. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, so in Canada, it, I think this came out on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Christmas Day, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Christmas Day. Um, apparently, there were showings of Home Alone 2 on uh, the television in Canada, and they cut out the scene where Donald Trump gave Kevin directions to the lobby. You know, oh. This is what, like three seconds? Yeah. Hmm. You know? They said it was for time-saving measures. It was commercial space. Uh, that's what they say, but yeah, I would be interested to know if they cut anything else out. I don't, I, I don't know. It's probably the standard cut. I think there was a lot of opposition to just, we don't want to ruin people's holiday by showing that American president. So the evil orange man must not be seen. And I think that was cut out and that's like, we'll just, if anyone complains, we'll just say it was for, it was for commercial time. But you notice in the United States, when it plays, they still show Donald Trump and they still have commercials out the ass. So I don't know. It, 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 it was too convenient. And I, I think Dave Smith made a great point um, about this. He was like, they just, you can't, they can't show Donald Trump in a positive light in any way. Like, he is so evil in their eyes that they just, even, they can't show that he was once an accepted human being in their, in their, like, in but that society. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he was Donald, he was the Clintons' friends. He used to, like, apparently they were at his, like, wedding or something like well, that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, for, for years he was a, Clintons for years is. he was a contributor to the Democratic Party, you know? He, yeah, oh yeah, he was a Democrat. Yeah. He was a New York Democrat yep. for years. And, he, I mean, he still is, only he's a Republican <laughs> now, you know? Oh well, yeah, he was a New York Republican. But yeah, I mean, at the same time, it's, it, the thing that pisses me off is there, there are plenty of reasons to say, fuck Donald Trump, you know? Like, if if you told me that the impeachment was for you know Donald Trump suggesting denying people of their Second Amendment rights without due process, I'd be like fuck yeah, impeach the motherfucker, you know? Because yeah. I mean, tr- truth be told, you think about that, uh, Donald Trump is easily the worst president on guns in our fucking lifetime. We've we've haven't seen anybody do anything that bad as to say yeah, take away guns without due process. Yeah, I mean, right? Uh, I think at least going back to Clinton, yeah. Uh, I I don't remember Clinton saying anything uh, that bad, had, uh, that bad on guns. Band, didn't he? Well, I mean, it expired underneath of Bush. Under, yeah, uh, it, yeah, it expired under the Bush. So I I think even going back to, and what with like three strikes laws, like that was under his watch. Oh and, yeah, yeah. So a lot of Clinton things that it, that weren't necessarily strikes. gun control, but they had gun control as a issue of like 
Starting stem to... stem from problems. Well, but anyway. even, even the like assault rifle, uh, the sorry, the assault rifle ban. You know, it's not like it banned every AR-15. No, because now, there I, were guns that weren't even thought of back then. Right, right. So, because I, I remember in Maryland, like a few years back, it was when when the ban uh, was about to expire, they tried to pass some like bullshit legislation in Maryland, and they tried to say, uh, "Well, we have to do this because the assault the assault rifle ban is about to expire." And but the thing is that they were just like being disingenuous liars. And when I say they, I mean the Democrats. They are still because, in power now. Well, the thing is, like with the the federal assault weapons ban that Clinton put in, um, he didn't ban anything that wasn't already banned in Maryland because we live in an extremely blue state. Right. So. Yeah. Do you think if Trump proposed an assault weapons ban that Republicans would support it? I think. I think a lot of yeah, them would actually would. because I, think so I just too. think well, I yeah. just think if he says it. And if he they don't do it, he'll just come after them. Well, you know, because it, it's important to to put out, you know, the to note that uh, the TDS is just as thick on the right as it is on the left. You know, just as the left wants to hate everything about the man, you know, he could cure cancer, and they would, uh, you know, pick it, pick Adolf Hitler over him. You know, um, and then I'm not so sure about that, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty it's bad, there. dude. Um, but at, at any rate, um, the right, you know, they just worship everything that he does. You know, it, it, it just seems to me. I'm not sure that they worship mm-hmm. it, but I, I, I really think that they are not speaking out in fear for one. And well, some n- of them, you know, n- no, nobody about your regular person, though, your family member. If Trump when Trump supported the bump stock ban, every Republican I knew was like, well, you know, no one really needs a bump stock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if a Democrat did that same measure, they would have been met with way more opposition. Yeah. Imagine if, if, a, Demo- did that. if a Democrat um, um, endorsed red flag laws, a Democratic president, they would have had way more opposition. Of course. It's just the same old bullshit. Everyone in their And he endorsed red flag laws. Yes, he, he yeah. did. Totally. So he's, he's terror. That's terrible. Yeah. Due, yeah, due process, you know. Whatever. Red flag laws are horrible. They are one of a, a new cause of murders by it's witch hunts. It's, it's just a modern name witch hunt. It is a witch hunt. And our Republican governor it's signed a tremendous it while holding puppies. Yep. Puppies. And the on the that? article that, no, that talked it. about him signing red flag legislation, it was the headline. And the picture of him is him like holding puppies signing other legislation that day, which has something <laughs> to do with animal animal rights or, or rescue a, funding or something. It says uh but red, the imagery that I thought was really important. And bump stock bands. Sorry. <laughs> puppy joke. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. That might be a that might be a podcast title. Red Rockets and what? Bump stock bands. <laughs> Bam. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. And like now, like it's just fresh over the news. Uh we read right before we hit we went live, but apparently they conducted uh uh, airstrikes in Iraq and Syria for several targets uh, as retaliatory for the rocket attacks on several military positions in the country. When were these rocket attacks? A few days ago, right? Uh, really? right, right before Christmas, I think. Dave, do you, you said you remember when the one guy died. I can't remember exactly when. I don't remember these. But uh, they, so they just now they're dropping more bombs on Iraq and Syria just just now. Like so, I don't want to hear Donald Trump is the well, he's the most libertarian president ever, and all this other nonsense that they they spit Who out. Who says that? Oh, oh my God! An an upsetting amount, uh, an exciting number, yeah. Yeah, a lot of really, lot of, yes, yeah. I'll, I'll forge you some of them. I see plenty of it, especially in our group. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, our group. I mean, I think you know Trump has hit our group much like it's hit pretty much any group. Yes. Right. You know. Um, I just want to say that I'm pretty sure that I think Clinton almost balanced the budget and almost got our country out of debt. That was the the technology boom that had very little to do with Clinton's policies. Yes. In I fact, think, his policies caused the crash in 2008. Yes. Really? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How? So he um, changed the way Quickly. banks Sorry. banks funded uh, funded mortgages, and it resulted in the adjustable rate mortgage. And in order to oh, get so lower he, so income, Clinton to reach those government mandated numbers that allowed um, that because the government required that a certain number go to low income housing or something. So like he that. helped the fraudulent Boom. loan market. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that was the bank's response to his policies. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, because I heard about they would say, okay, you got a three hundred thousand dollar house, you make a thousand dollars a month. We'll put you down at like seven thousand as income. 
No, I, I was one of the people no. who got a mortgage that time before I knew about any of this stuff. I was just like, oh, we could buy a house. It's cheaper than renting. So, okay, I'll do it. So we bought a house, and I was at a temporary position in my job. And what they did is they marked me down for my income as what a person with a regular status made. Mm-hmm. And then once my temporary status went, you know, obviously it went up, you know, I had to look for another job. You know, the price just kept going up, and it was just a terrible thing. We were, should never a, have gotten a loan. It was it, an it's, adjustable rate, right? No, it, well, we didn't – no, it wasn't was an adjustable rate. It was a fixed rate. rate. It was supposed to be a fixed 30. It's what we signed. But yet, for some reason, they it went up several hundred dollars after the first first few months. I think you got screwed, by. Yes, I know. That's why 19-year-olds shouldn't buy houses. It's, All right. So. so it was my fault, but – yeah, so we or were talking, cheeseburgers. We, no, were, we started talking about um, bump stock bands and and uh, old uh, Syria and Middle East stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get too far off topic. But you're about to go off topic. Here comes the derail. No, I was I was actually setting it up <laughs> to let you guys go back on topic. So what? Was, oh, what okay. Was I was just fucking with you. I don't care if you go off topic. And now Iran? you're you're, um, dude. This is anarchy paper. basement. <laughs> What happened? I like the nap cave. I, the I nap cave. The nap cave is a classic. I always, I but I TM it though. I'm, if I you don't mind, it. Matt. Okay. <laughs> nice. Intellectual property isn't real property. I know. That's why it's funny. <laughs> That's why I find I put. I always put uh, TM next to it, <laughs> and disagree. I always put register. I disagree. Put, I put the copyright C next to it too. When I put whenever I post nap cave or anarchy basement, <laughs> I always put TM <laughs> next to it. Yes. <laughs> That's probably breaking some law. I, I know. I, I just don't care. It's just funny to do that. Whatever. I was like, shit's getting chilly in the in the nap cave. You guys, wait. Crack it up for some crispy, crispy boys. Guys, everybody nice. out there listening, I'm going to make my own punk rock libertarians <laughs> t-shirts, and you're going to be able to find them on my Redbubble next time I come in. I'm not giving any money to this podcast. I'm actually going to be pocketing 100% of the proceeds goes to my family and me. And they're going to be great T-shirts, so stay tuned. I'll have an announcement for you next time. <laughs> Sounds like Trump. Again, they get nothing from this, uh, but they will be rad. <laughs> I hope you enjoy selling all seven of those T-shirts. <laughs> oh, we're guys, we're going to blow it up. Speaking of blowing it up. Mm. What are you blowing uh, up now, buddy? Oh. I uh I don't know. What are we blowing up? Was it the Baltimore <laughs> death rate? I don't know. You, you, you said you wanted to derail it for a minute. What did you want to derail? I, no, I wanted you to re-rail it. This oh, is re-rail on what? Me out. I want Bring to go it back, back in England. order. Bring it back on the what? There's no order in Anarchy Basement. Well, then do whatever. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, right, so... Let's talk wh- about Baltimore being the murder capital of America. Is it, the, is it officially the murder capital of America? I, well, we, this is St. Louis. We dude, have Louis. more homicides than New York City. Per capita. I think it's a per capita. Per, well, well, New, New York City is, is, is such a fascist million. police state right now. Well, New York State is a fascist Cuomo police state. Exactly. So th- they, they clamped down in the 90s and got rid of all of old New York. And so none of the crime happens there like it like it used to. So that I think they're like now like... 20th or 30th on that list of like major cities oh, okay. crime runs. so yeah. we've got more crime than where um, what are we in like eight philadelphia six? dc the number we're the second uh, last time i checked i think last year we were number two for murders uh, <laughs> st huh? yeah, louis st <laughs> louis uh under the radar like was like number one in that um but so now i think we went of what 341 which was our record last set last year uh, for murders, oh, that, that was the record. I think so. I think it was three hundred forty-one. I think we just went over just the other day. A woman was shot and killed. Shocking, and then it was also the best Christmas. The best Christmas headline I posted in the group. It says, "Man shot in buttocks on Christmas Day shooting in Baltimore." I'm like, Merry Christmas from Baltimore. Oh shit! Yeah, I think I heard about that. <laughs> I'd seen wow. that actually. Wasn't somebody else like shot in the face too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Fucking mm. yeah, Baltimore. I don't think the official 2019 numbers are out. No, the official numbers aren't out yet because we still got a few days to go, guys. <laughs> and uh, do they count the number that cops shoot? Oh no, 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 no. That's not that's not gun violence. So Philadelphia is at 351 for this year so far. Really? Yeah. What about the people the cops shot in traffic? Does that is that yes. considered a murder? Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or, that's blue privilege. Or death man. by death by hum, uh, by gun at least. Be- death by cop isn't considered murder. Philly's three hundred and fifty one. What's Baltimore? I, I, 
I, I like, find that really hard to believe, but well, I'll, you know, I'll take your word for it. You, you know, the, 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 the funny thing is, the, the funny thing is, they do look at those numbers when they uh, when they're trying to convince you to have gun control. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. so I think the CDC does include that. Yeah, it doesn't say how many of those homicides are gun based or knife based, though. Well, okay. Well, that's a skewed or stat. That's say, a skewed um, stat. Is, are you looking at homicides poisonings? or gun or gun deaths? Because gun deaths include suicides. Okay, so you're looking at homicides. All right. Well. Yeah, I, I think okay. Well, I I was shocked to hear that because I I thought we were way ahead in that, but I, I, that's not something to be proud oh, of. So that's anything. Philadelphia. Um, what what website do you want in the FBI? We're probably higher per capita. I think per capita. So far in Baltimore, it looks like we're three hundred and thirty-eight. So Philadelphia. That's is, old, man. I saw three hundred forty-one. This was is the, December twenty-sixth, twenty nineteen. Yes, so. and so many okay, people. So yeah, they've had like four more, four six. Or they, okay, like we four, haven't even gotten to how many people got killed this weekend. So. I know. There was what, what I think so, okay. last week there was like seventeen people shot between Friday. So look, between Friday and Sunday, has how many people? Like million point something. Yeah, and we have. Hold on, I've got that written down 580, somewhere. Five hundred eighty thousand. <laughs> Like, yeah, seriously, it, we're in the 600,000 range for people. But I know we broke, we just broke, I think yesterday or today, we broke uh, the record set last year in homicides in the, for the city. And I, it's just not stopping. It doesn't look like it's going down. I mean, maybe it might level off. Who knows? It might dip a little bit. But this is still, it's extremely. 1.581 million people in Philadelphia. We got 600,000. They got a whole 900,000 more people. Yeah. And they've. They've got less of a crime rate overall than we do. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. They have rookie numbers. They need to pump I those mean, bad boys up. It, it's it's really hard to have crime in a city where if you drive down the street, your tire is going to blow out. And that's Philadelphia. Their streets are actually worse than ours. And our work. I don't know. I went to Philadelphia a few weeks ago, and it was really nice. From the I had to drive all the way across town and all the way back twice. I'm gonna, and it was great. I, you I, and I, I are going like, to take oh. a trip up there, and I'm going to show you. I, some I've been things, to buddy. I've been some pretty rough parts of Philly when I was growing up. I, I actually like my dad had a friend who was an immigrant, and um, did you go to John's Roast Pork? I, I don't know, man. I, so I just up, buddy. Fuck I don't know. Up. I just went to some like random neighborhood where I felt like Will Smith was fighting people right across the street. I think and, that's uh, insensitive there, buddy. I, uh, it wasn't. <laughs> was his name actually Will Smith? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure someone broke into our car while we were inside the house. Oh, they my did. parents didn't want to tell me that someone rummaged through our car and like took some stuff out. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I just remember them freaking out. I still, I should, still, I should talk to them about that because this was, I was like only like eleven when it happened. Oh, what the hell are you yeah. doing? Are you reminiscing? Or are we talking? I know. About I'm real now, life? now I'm talking. I'm like, it's just coming to light. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. I remember my parents freaking out like by the car and like they told me to stay in the house and uh, they called the police or whatever. And I just, I was inside the house. It was like, it was some guy that my dad worked with. He was a a Macedonian uh, immigrant and uh, he lives in Philly, like some like really rough neighborhood. And we went and visited him. And, Billy, what you just had is a breakthrough. I did. You did. <laughs> so now you can move forward in life, buddy. <laughs> to where? <laughs> to the post office. Dude, how about what shows? What do I want to do there? <laughs> Work. No. How about uh how about uh going to shows in Philly? Have you guys uh gone to a show in Philly? I've never been, been like, to a show in Philadelphia. This show is full of dicks. What? I mean, I've, seriously, like what? You haven't been to a show in Philly? No, Every show FSU, that I've been to in Philly. I, okay, dude, you didn't give me a chance. Like, I've been to a bunch of shows in Philly that were really cool. Are you are you saying that the people are assholes? I'm saying the crowds in Philly. What bands are you, are you talking uh, about in particular? There was a couple of different ones I went to. Most notably, I remember going to see No More would Black. You, would you go to see the Beebs? And uh, I went to, we saw, I saw Riot Fest there in okay. Phil, Chicago, uh, Philadelphia. And it was just like the crowds in general yeah, were well, just more like way more aggressive. Yeah, like that's the why individual I, person. Like that's then why if you I were to go, go to the same sort of thing in Baltimore. Right? That's how it was. It was bad because um, FSU, like I go to a lot of hardcore shows and there's this group called FSU. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of run things up there. And I just wanted to stay away from that. And I never really would. It was still a little too far for me to drive anyway, like being a teenager and everything. I didn't feel comfortable going out to Philadelphia. What is FSU? Fuck shit up. And hmm. yeah. And um, I thought you were talking like band names, like no, this is a group. They're like a crew, S-O-B. like almost like a gang, but not really a gang. The FBI considered them a gang for a while, hmm. and it was whatever. So they kind of ran shows up there. There's a lot of good people up there, and there's a lot of good shows. I'm 
so many good hardcore shows up in Philadelphia that I'd never been. Are they, they actually on the have do not fly list? Well, no, they actually have a, uh, a event called This Is Hardcore, and it happens every year, and it's just an incredible show it's put on by such an awesome guy. But I just I never felt comfortable going up there, like getting fights. We we would go up to like a Lemoyne. There was a place called Championship right outside of Harrisburg, and shit. Uh, even there, it was too crazy. Like it was it was getting pretty insane. Baltimore was kind of the same way, but I never went to shows in Philadelphia. Um, never really made up there. There's pretty good venues and everything. I've too. never gone to never shows there either. So every show there I've seen was awesome, easily <laughs> sure. like awesome. But it's just you notice that there's just like people more of a capita of dicks in the crowd. I, I don't know if that makes no, sense. No, I get it. I I don't, trust me, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I can't remember any specific interactions with the crowd that were any different from any other show that I've been yeah. to. But I would each say each time I, I've gone to Philly, I've noticed one. Too. All the shows that I wanted to see, they were awesome. Because I would only travel, you know, two hours to see something that's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was, it was just something I was yeah, well. thinking about. So Dave Gregg, who did you who did you see in Philly, dude? What, what, what are your number? What are your like favorite none, Philly shows? I uh, none more. Well, no, I've only been to. No, I've been to a couple. The only ones I can remember right now, though, are, as I said, Riot Fest, and I saw fucking Howard of Music at Riot Fest. Oh, nice. Larry and his Flask, they were the shit. (laughs) God, that band was the shit. Dude, my number one Philly show was Propagandi, Avail, and Jay Church. Wow. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. You told me about Propagandi. I did? Yeah, well, you know, I had always known about him, but I never yeah, listened sure to him. Yeah, sure you did, dude. And you, you see, and I was <laughs> like, okay, all right, everybody keeps like singing this band's praises. Let me check them out. Uh-huh. Can't get into it, man. Wait, what did wow. you what did you listen to? Did you listen to like newer stuff or older stuff? Older stuff. How to so, clean everything? So their older stuff like How to Clean Everything is is like a a pop punk album pretty much. Like super okay. pop. Yeah, right? I, that, and that's what got but me. I listened into to it. like some of their like now, I think I've I mean, listened to one of their newer albums. I still too. think that album's a good album. Now, right. my favorite propaganda album, I've been into them the entire time they've been a band and then you know, so I've seen them change. So they went from this pop punk band to just uh now they're just like this progressive hardcore band. How do you go It from reminds pop punk me to of that. like Dude, hardcore kill switch engage. Well, I mean, kill okay, switch engage. Okay, Doug Stanley. I'm not joking you. Doug Stanley. Though, if you listen to their first record when they were a pop punk band, they still they had a ton of just like shreddy riffs and uh, mm-hmm. you know metally guitar licks. Metally. Yeah. So. Metally. And then w- with their really from their their second album, they they just started to get like a little more hardcore. It was still like, like some fuck this pussy shit. No, I mean it's uh, like dude. It's there. some like it's some tough stuff. I I think uh, for me, Propagandi's best album is their last album. Fair enough. I'll have to listen to the last one Check and then out. the first one. I've never heard of them before, so yeah, um, yeah. Their last album is actually my favorite. Um, every song, beginning to end, it, it's totally awesome. So, what do you consider them now? Um, just kind of like uh, progressive hardcore because you know they do stuff that. Uh, you know, it's just not typical to hear from like uh, punk rock bands, especially yeah, Canadian. If, punk if rock you bands. picture it, like there's a spectrum, and there's all the punk bands, and they're all in a straight line, and then over a couple, you have Kill Switch, Engage, and like Stain and stuff like that. Stain, what? <laughs> you can't just do like, that. You can't just do that. Propaganda would be like right over there. They'd be the, like the closest punk band to. Why are you? I'm just saying. I'm That's just saying. Awful Am I wrong? Category. No, maybe. I don't know. I think you are. Do you have to register your TV in England? Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> so I, I hope you, that Dave. I hope that cleared it up for you as to who Propagandi is. <laughs> no. Okay. So, but excellent. Okay. Other awesome Philly shows that I went to. Um, yeah, my next favorite Philly show is probably uh, Leatherface. Yeah, that was that was that was totally bad. That was a good show. Oh, I lied. Yeah. I do have a Philly show. Um, dude, nobody asked. Uh, I, but I lot the <laughs> best Philly show I went to was the only one I went to. And that was El- Sir Elton El- John. John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't too long ago, right? Yeah, that was like a few weeks. Yo, ago. did you How wear was the glasses? That show? It was awesome, huh? Did you wear the glasses, buddy? No, I didn't wear the glasses. My wife has glasses. 
Did you see a lot of people in Elton John cosplay? Oh my god, yes. It was everybody. Wasn't oh it? hell yeah! And, they, and like so, when we went to go see the movie uh, Rocket Man uh, in theaters, we saw and it was nothing but old people. I mean, we were the youngest, and there was all, like this old boomer couple next to us. They're like. They got kicked out of their seats, and they're like, well, I told you, we were sitting in the wrong seats the whole time. And she's, like, yelling at her husband, like, see, I just, I don't know. You know, it's so hard to see. And me and my wife just look at each other like, we're the youngest people in this movie theater. And it was packed. <laughs> so I thought the show would be like that. The show is nothing but young people. A lot of gay people, too. But not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. They're Seinfeld allowed to live now. and love. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was a lot of young people. It was really fucking cool. But yeah, that's my only show I've been to in Philly. That's Rad. so funny. Since we're on the subject. Wonderful. Oh, it was. Is he the one that sings Piano Man? <laughs> that's Rocket Man. He's Rocket Man. Piano Man's Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, I was going to no, say. Um, no, the Piano Man is um, Billy Joel, wasn't it? <laughs> Definitely not Elton John. I think I just fucked all that shit up. You did. <laughs> you really did. Who's Billy Ray Cyrus? Wasn't he a country singer? Yeah, yeah. He's like Miley Cyrus's dad. He's yeah, wasn't he no, singing he's like... Hannah um, Montana's dad, right? Hannah oh, Montana. Okay, so, so you, did you just say Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> yeah. sings the Piano Man? Or Rocket Man? One of the two. No, <laughs> Rocket Man's Elton John, He dude. sings Achy Breaky Heart, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what it was. No, wow. no. They Is sound it? so oh, similar. No. It's, so. it's a real honky-tonk song. <laughs> How did we go for this from Propagani to this? Thanks for inviting me, Matt. Appreciate it. I have no idea what happened. (laughs) Glad I could uh, contribute to your podcast here. It's like, glad I could come. Whoa. C-U-M. Glad the rain didn't stop me. Man, you're fucking rain. Mm. Oh, yeah. Today's been miserable here in Baltimore. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. All over Maryland. Can almost not even see in the rain at night. No, I can't. I use I use my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this guy. <laughs> do you I don't, feel I don't bother often? with the headlights. I'm like, you're not going to do shit for me right now. Well, most people don't <laughs> use them in the city, anyways. Uh, for fuck's yeah. sake, I'd be like, someone's following me. Is that yellow lights behind? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so in the city, you you're saying a lot of people don't use their headlights. I'm, I see people not using their headlights all the time. Remember that story that you would hear? I'm not sure if it was real or not, but it, supposedly yeah. gangs yep. supposedly gangs would go around, <laughs> and drive around at night, right, and turn their lights off, and then the first person that blinks their lights at them to just give them a heads up that your hey your lights aren't on. They would just like uh, have to chase the person and kill them, and that was like their initiation to the game. Oh well, that's really fucked up. No, I don't blink my lights at anybody. I don't. Even, I'll turn my shit off too. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Phil told me about that. I got a flashlight in the car. Apparently, that's a Mises Caucus initiation. Oh. <laughs> no, there's there's another there's another way to get initiated into that. We'll explain it later. <laughs> that sounded way creepy, dude. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? Like yeah, skulls and bone shit. Yeah, like uh, Templars. Knights Templar <laughs> shit, man. You gotta rub the belly with some peanut butter. What? F- Actually, sounds delicious. <laughs> Put some you're, you're alligator today, clamps Doug. on the nipples. <laughs> whoa, whoa, nipples <laughs> and peanut butter. Hey, man, y'all went there. <laughs> it would be very okay. sticky. All right, especially so if you had some marmalade. What? Who says marmalade? Nobody says that. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I think that's the, the first time in 249 <laughs> episodes that we've heard the, the word marmalade. So go. now we know we have a podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> marmalade. Oh, man. So stupid. Oh, boy. That's a lot of dead air going on right now. <laughs> that's just because your face is almost purple. Yeah, buddy. it happens. All right, so okay, let's let's take this one over to Nick Sarwark. So what's what's the deal? He's pissing off people this week. Yeah, again, uh, again. apparently he was responsible for pushing through a convicted child sex trafficker. That was the title. The guy named he was his a street name was called Iron Ron. He's like uh, Corley, and uh, he used to find cons- this is uh, this is now a hot button item. They say consensual. 16-year-old girls who and he'd give them money and cell phones and then put them up on backpage.com to get uh get them clients and stuff like that and so yeah it's gross and so he got convicted and he's currently in jail and he contributed a he had a $25 donation to join the party and uh 
apparently uh, Dan Fishman and everyone in the LNC did not want to accept it, and they deferred to Nick on this, and Nick said, you absolutely have to take it, um, take his uh, money. There's no thing in the bylaws stating whether or not, you know, we, we can refuse his. Why do they have to take it by any means? I mean, if there I... is, the, that, that's the thing. Everything, uh, there's nothing in the bylaws that says that. It reverts back to Robert's rules, and in Robert's rules, uh, there are certain clauses and, I guess, interpretations, whether that's, that state pretty much you cannot take his $25 donation. And uh, Nick pushed forward through it, and um, he got called out on it. And uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't really, I don't know, I said, uh, he, he pushed it forward. So my thing, I was just, I did a podcast about this with uh, the Friends Against Government last night about it. And the thing I, I, I've been saying all along is he kind of took this as an opportunity to take a shot at people that, because Tom Woods currently is one of the number one, uh, you know, recruiters of new members for the LP. And okay. Joshua Smith's bringing in people. Everyone, we're all bringing people through the Mises Caucus, everything. And so he kind of took this as an, in my view, he took this as a opportunity to say, well, we have to accept in all these awful people, these white fans of Tom Woods who are probably white nationalists and uh, awful people. So we have to take in this guy too. All right. So I'm a, I might be a little out of touch then. I have no idea who Tom Woods is. What? So. What? Douglas Stanley. Yeah. I don't know. Just like. I got to get you to Tom Woods, man. Yeah, like uh, I don't know if, if there's a, like a, a podcast that I've listened to more than any other podcast, it's definitely Tom Woods. So it, just check it out and see what you think. Okay, okay. And why why do why are his people white nationalists? Are they oh, white? They go. It's it's such a, a cheap pejorative that they sling at him because he once spoke at a meeting of the League of the South before it turned into a a uh, neo neo confederate styled uh, organization back in the 90s he used to be like a paleo paleo conservative they really before. found something that was from back in the 90s before the internet yeah and because uh, there's a picture that circulates him saying in front of confederate flag speaking at this which jeffrey talker also spoke at the same conference as well it's tucker talker or tucker was he talking or sounded, talker yeah, it's not like talker dude you said Sorry, talker some, buddy like, burp coming up or something i don't know was it tucker is he wait a, a minute coming from you who says tulsi gabbard gabbard how dare you correct me <laughs> yeah it's gabbard Phil. all right I, I know it's gabbard. okay so tell that to the dude sitting next so to you his name's tom woods right tom how, doug this is we gotta get you in. you at least have to know about tom woods yes nope. yes dave tap in okay so is this whole thing? I got two things. One is this whole thing over a twenty-five dollar donation that he accepted from this guy? Yeah, membership. Yeah. Okay. Next thing. So this guy's in jail for selling sixteen-year-olds yes. as yes. you know, prostituting mm-hmm. them out. He's being a pimp. You dude. don't believe in you guys? Does the Libertarian Party believe in like the eighteen-year age limit? Right. Yeah, I, I wonder if that is on the the party platform. Like or age it's or, not on the platform. No one. Two inches. Two inches. Uh, <laughs> two inches there. It's awfully close. Yeah, <laughs> um, the platform doesn't state anything about wanting to change or wanting to uphold the age of consent laws. They, the platform doesn't discuss it. There are so groups within just... the Libertarian Party that have um, been victims of like not themselves being underage not being able to be in relationships that they wanted because they were considered underage so there is a small group of those types of people that push for us to take a stance on the age of consent but the party doesn't touch it probably a good idea well so okay so this is so this brings me to the email that was released it was sent it was from there's an email from and uh sarwark nick he acknowledges this is his email and he sent it to dan fishman the executive director and um, he was just pretty much stating what he had to do. And it's it's out there. You can read it. But I'll read just the first two sentences. I'll just read two sentences from it because this is where, it, to me, I kind of got hung up Did on Did they it. make all this stuff public? No, it got leaked public. Uh, oh, no. It got leaked. So he said, while we may not approve of Mr. Corley's crime, we do not have a general policy of refusing to allow people with criminal convictions to support the Libertarian Party. Next sentence. In fact, as a party that is strongest on criminal justice reform and explicitly calls for the repeal of laws against consensual sex work, 
members who have run afoul of the criminal justice systems may have even may have an even greater reason to support our party. Do so that's what he's comparing this guy's what he did and got convicted of to the new clause what it was adopted last 2018 of the sex work um yes and um uh plank to the party. He's comparing it to that. And that's what he says. Now when he defends it like is he he went on a, a he spoke about it on Facebook. He said that, you know, well, he kept telling everyone, even me included, he was like, well, where does it say in the bylaws I can re- refuse someone's money? People are like, well, it reverts back to Robert Rules, and Robert Rules says you don't have to, essentially. you can It can be interpreted that way. Um, and he was just like, well, you know, everyone has rights. And you can read it. It's all out there. He keeps saying everyone has the same rights, and he keeps sticking with it. He's not ever acknowledging what he said in the email that was leaked. He's just saying, well, I just can't refuse. I can't just refuse people's money. You know, I can't. We can't just pick and choose who we want to come in the party, and that's what brings me to what he's going at is I don't want these white nationalists, quote unquote, coming into the party. I mean, but but he didn't actually say that, did he? No, I'm saying that's my interpretation of it. So even if he doesn't want certain people in the party, he doesn't believe that he should be the gatekeeper in keeping anyone out. And the bylaws do read in such a way that could be interpreted to mean he could not refer back to Robert's rules. And under federal law, he only has 10 days to make a decision. Okay. Um, th- there's also, uh, I, ha- I have to read it out. I have it, uh, saved a bunch of the, because the, Daniel Hayes actually posted a thing about this. And he was in support of not having this guy join the party. And oh, shit. I think d- uh, David Dahl told me about him. <laughs> and so. Um, what was that, Phil? Yeah. Not, what was that? Explain. No. Um, so anyway, so Daniel Hayes. He, he, you know, he runs the the actual the national um, the convention. He runs that, and he actually went through and he detailed where it, you know, it could be said that you don't have to take his money. You don't have to, like, you did not have to do it. And uh, he detailed it. He detailed it pretty well from from what I saw. And um, I wish I had it still saved on my phone. I would read it up now. But I, I think there was just like a, a kind of a gray area. And so what he's saying, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> are you looking at me? No, him. He's sitting there pulling his oh. beard like he's a dummy, just like mocking what I'm I saying. I was like, what, what's going on? I don't know. Okay, okay, so part of me, like, you know, I'm not a big I'm not a big Sarwark fan. But, I mean, part of me is like, if somebody wants to join your party, uh, it just seems like, dude, just take the 25 bucks. Okay, but how much, the is, guy, how much is that $25 worth? Here, here's a question. How is the guy making donations from jail? Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I just don't, can't wrap my head around. I'm. That's what I want to figure out. How did this guy make a $25 donation from jail? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. So what, what are, you, are you saying somebody else, like, I mean, could somebody else like kind of sign up in his name? I mean, it's three packs of cigarettes. I mean, it to uh, yeah, it, it's <laughs> join the Libertarian Party. Damn, All you, you need is three that packs cheap? of cigarettes. Yeah. I think that equates to like five hundred dollars in prison or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want one person being a gatekeeper, or even the LNC being a gatekeeper for the types of people that can or could not be permitted to join the Libertarian Party. And Democrats and Republicans don't do that. Well, Democrats and Republicans both, sides. both accept donations from very terrible people. I mean, but the, yeah, and also they have the media already in their pocket, whereas we're naturally and we're desperately trying to look for good PR. And this was a terrible PR I, move. And I understand what you're saying. I completely get that because then he could sit there and say, well, such and such. Oh, these are just a bunch of white nationalists. So I'm not registering them at all. You know, but he has called. You know, I think in the context of it, is he has gone public and said, well, we want every racist out of the party and we and I want every person who is a racist to leave. The, I call for their withdrawal or, or resignation from the party. Well, he can say that, but he can't remove them. I yeah. know. I know. But I just feel like it's it's a little disingenuous. To, so to, you're saying you think he's he's friendlier to uh, people that sex traffic children. I think he, I, I mean, that's <laughs> that's clear in his the vernacular yeah. and everything he's chosen to. No. I think it's disingenuous. I don't think he's trying to say that he's okay with this guy. I think he was defending his position from all of the ways, and I think that was a really poor choice. Okay, but I definitely think he was using us to take a shot at people from the Mises Caucus and Tom Woods and everything. I think he probably gladly, you guys hate each other. <laughs> pretty much. Well, why would you hate each other? For Phil, is there a chance? Similar? Phil, is there a chance you're just jumping to conclusions? 
I admit that I'm jumping to conclusions. I, I fully. I, that's what I do. This is this why is he said that was his, Come on his now. opinion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's my opinion on it. I, um, I think that's the way it comes off as because the way he defended himself in the email, I mean, he made really light of some of the things that he was charged with. Whether or not maybe you guys might not agree with some of the crimes that were that this guy Corley did. Um, I think it was repugnant. I think it's awful. I, I don't know necessarily. Is it? the worst thing ever in the world i mean like so, i don't know but i'm saying i don't i think it was gross i think so it was definitely first underage of all, and the situation was handled handled badly yes i will i'll say at, it at was, best it was, it was used badly. as a proxy for some other type of situation how did it even come up that this guy had submitted his application and um, because we don't vet every applicant do we someone it, nobody it, called I, see, me. I don't know the origins i don't know the origin of that but i do know that it got to Dan Fishman. Dan Fishman did not want to take his money. And he asked Nick directly and um, and someone else on the LNC. They all said they did not want to take his money. And Nick said, no, you had to. And I think quietly they could have said they could have just quietly like no one's to say, you know what? We're just we're not going to do this. And who knows? And if it became a big deal then later on, I think it would have made a may have been a better PR thing like, oh wow like they didn't want this guy's money and you know whether they were right or wrong not to do this morally it looks good on our part i do think we need a process for disallowing certain types of people that have done certain types of things or that say certain th types of things to disallow them from associating with the party like nathan larson for example yes 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 um so tell know? everyone yeah tell yeah, everyone do you know nathan larson <laughs> who is that no, I'm not familiar. he is someone that frequently writes about wanting to have sex with literal infants is that the crazy guy child. from virginia yes. and he tried to associate himself with the libertarian party probably because we are have a lot of anarchists and our favor for repealing mm -hmm. almost all laws and we do acknowledge that he was the one that wanted to make women laws property are extremely again, inconsistent. Right? Uh, yeah, I think he did want to make women property yeah, again too. Yeah, but, no. but he was totally inconsistent with the Libertarian Party and we really don't have good policies in place to say inconsistent. that. Inconsistent. The dude was talking about yeah. literal like child rape. Literal child, I mean, yeah. So like, <laughs> to clarify, the Libertarian Party does not believe that infants and not. children can consent to sex. That's like the sickest of all sick. It is really yeah. the sickest of all sick, but we don't yeah, have pretty a good up. system to but reject him. Yeah, because you had to primary him out of his position because he was running for a spot in Virginia and they had to actually primary against him to get him. Who primaried? Winning. Do we have a primary in Virginia? No, they had to do it for the special because he was running for it. Into, uh, I think uh, I believe I believe correct me someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how that went down to get it because you didn't have the mechanisms to get to, him. Yeah, to remove to him, disassociate in a, yeah. him. And I think I think this could have been handled better. It could have been handled quietly. No one would ever had to known. I think it got blown out because a big news article or news outlet picked up a bunch of his his crazy ass posts and wrote an article about him. Nathan Larson, yes, but this particular incident with. With yeah, no, no, sixteen-year-old no, yeah. child sex trafficker. Yeah, I had no idea about yeah. that until it. Was I mean, it was. Leaked. I mean, it was a New York Times news. I mean, this guy was. It wasn't Nathan Larson. No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, the Corley, the oh, guy, really? Iron Ron. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, his mugshots. I mean, there were several news articles. About oh, you're it. talking about his his indiscretions. Not his association with the Libertarian Party. Yeah. No, that okay. has not. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that has not made any type yeah, we of news. Knew but I think it just could have been handled better, and I think. In my mind, Nick saw this as an opportunity to send a shot because he does all this lawyer talk and this. He says things without having to exactly say it, and, and that's it's a like politician, a, dude. I, I don't know. I just think that if the LNC, if everyone on there from all different walks of life, even some guy like Dan Fishman said, "I don't want to take this guy's money," Nick could have quietly just said, "Yeah, let's just not take his money." He's still currently in jail. Like, let's just. Let's just not well, go see, with this. That's the part Maybe that even I'm hold it up. On. Just no, even not he say anything. Federal law says he has ten days to process the application. Well, then he can. After ten days, he could have just declined it and said, "We're not taking his money." But now no, he he's now he's acted as a gatekeeper days. and potentially gone against our bylaws. From what I said, he did not have. To, from what I read, from what everything that that Daniel Hayes actually posted on it, which reverted back to Robert Rules in that section, it said that he did not have to take the money. I don't see how it goes back to Robert Rules. It reverts back. I'll 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 read. Right. I wish I still I have to search it up for it. I have to look at his actual post. But I, I, either way, regardless, if I, I think the better outlook would have been better PR stint would have said, hey, the Libertarian Party got in trouble for turning down a guy who was a pimp for sixteen year olds. I think that PR would have looked better than saying, oh, chairman. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Chairman goes against the will of the chair 
or, or the, uh, the, the committee, you know, to force this application through. I think the better PR, I would have, I would have rather taken a, a PR a hit that way. And the other, you know, against, I just, the optics of it are terrible. So I think to myself, was the $25 worth it? Was it worth it for all of this mess? And I think there has to be better mechanisms. You're right. And it has to would be it done. Would it have opened us up to a discrimination lawsuit? I don't see how. On what grounds? We didn't follow our own bylaws. We discriminated against, uh, I don't know. Freedom association, right? Couldn't you say? That's true. We are private. But even private organizations have to follow anti-discrimination laws. And are people that have been incarcerated protected under that at all? But it, it, you could not say incarceration. It could just say we simply did not want to take his money. But we have to have a reason. Two inches. And if we don't have a reason, that opens us up for the but if discrimination you, uh, Okay, lawsuit. but if you uh, if you walk into a restaurant and say, we have the right to refuse service to people, and they just say, you know, regardless of whatever, they can just hide behind that. We have the right to refuse yes, service. Yes, but if they refuse only black people, now they've opened themselves up to a... But he can claim that, but there's no proof of that. If anything, there's even counter to that because of how... That's when you fi- fall back on your bylaws. So you can say, look, see, I didn't do anything against my bylaws. But if he shows them the bylaws and he did choose to go against them... Okay, well, and and the, the the interpretation I saw, like I'll just that he did not have to. It's it's ambiguous. It's the the terminology is kind of vague, and it is vague. And I think that's probably our bylaws need a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> I, so I, much but work. I, but I would rather have taken a hit that way in that in that sense because you couldn't prove one way or another of any wrongdoing. I, I, it's it, there's there's a lot of. There's a lot of difficult things with this. This case very icky, and and I, I think Nick took the easy way out, and I think he did this to take a shot at the at some of the certain groups of people that are coming into the party. That's my opinion. That's the way I'm looking at it. I've seen this guy do hundreds of things like this, and this is just you know this is just kind of like his his mo to me. So. That's just my look on it. Okay, so from here, we're going to take it on over to the After Hours program. If you would like to gain access to the After Hours program, you can hit us up over at patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians. Contribute a minimum of $1 per month, and you will gain access to our After Hours program. We also have T-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount. Until next time, live free or die. Got in there. Got it in there, man. Mm-hmm. Damn, I forgot to plug my Redbubble t-shirts. <laughs> We're still recording, dude.